Miles Simon, 6'5", 202, senior from Fullerton, California, 17 and a half points and four and a half assists per game for him. Michael Dickerson is their leading scorer, 6'5", 192, senior from Seattle, Washington, 18 and a half points, four and a half rebounds. Bennett Davison is a 6'8", 212, senior from Sebastopol, California, seven and a half points, six and a half rebounds. And A.J. Bramlett, 6'11", 217, junior from Albuquerque, New Mexico, ten and a half points and seven and a half rebounds. It's the same unit that brought the national championship back to Tucson a year ago. For the Redbirds, Jamar Smiley will not start, but it appears he may at least give it a go. He was moving fairly well during warm-ups. He is dressed, is on the Redbird bench, and I think will get into the ballgame. They'll start with Steve Hansel and Kyle Cartmill at the guards, Dan Muller and Rico Hill the forwards, and Leroy Watkins in the post, ready to jump it up with Bramlett. Our officials for this game are Mike Kitts, Tim Higgins and Phil Bova, the Wildcats, have won the opening tip, and here we go as Mike Bibby controls at the top against Kyle Cartmill and the Redbird man-to-man. Bibby inside toward Bramlett, ball knocked out of bounds. It belongs to the Arizona Wildcats. Good defense right there. We got Leroy coming across, beating his man in the low spot. They tried to take it inside, we denied him. Simon up top to Mike Bibby. As he moves toward the right with the dribble, now goes all the way to the corner, got it to Bramlett who dunks it, and this game starts with a dunk by A.J. Bramlett, and the Redbirds are down 2 to nothing as they now have the ball for the first time. Here's Steve Hansel on the right wing, up to the top it comes, Rico Hill driving on Davison, backdoor pass, and Muller had to put it back out, he was too far underneath the shoot. Now a three by Dan is not good, and the rebound chased down by Arizona's Bennett Davison. Here come the Wildcats. Miles Simon inside Bramlett. Double teamed. He puts it back out to Simon. Right side Bibby. A three on the way is good. And it's 5-0 in favor of Arizona. Great ball movement. They get the ball down in a hurry. And if you collapse in the middle, they got perimeter spot-up shooters that can kill you. Dan Muller right side. Here's Kyle Cartnell. Left side Steve Hansel to drive toward the goal. Now the pass to Dan. He's open. Doesn't shoot. Instead, Kyle tries a three, which is good. And the Redbirds are on the board. Kyle Cartnell has the three-pointer. It's five to three in favor of Arizona. A little bit of their own medicine right there. The Redbirds got good ball movement, swung it around and found, found Kyle at the top of the key. Michael Dickerson, who many Arizona fans say is underrated, gets it to Mike Bibby. Now at the baseline, Davison, a 10-footer, not good. They missed the shot and the rebound for Rico Hill. It's nice to see that they are capable of missing one. That is nice, yes. Here's Hansel with it at the right wing. Looks inside, and now Steve delivers up on top. Rico inside. Leroy, a layup. Good. Great touch pass by Rico Hill. And the bucket by Leroy Watkins. And the Redbirds have tied the score. 5-5 the count. Here's Dickerson at the top. Dickerson now moves it to the right side. Bibby has it. Here's the lob to Simon. Fakes the three. And dribbles out toward the wing. Now he fires, and it's good. Rico gave him just a little bit too much room. Rico guarding Simon on a switch. That'll be Hansel's assignment for the most part. It's 8-5 in favor of Arizona. The Wildcats with a couple of threes. Rico was giving him room because he was fearful of the penetration ability that he has. And that's why he's so dangerous. You give him that room and he'll kill you from out there. Hansel bounced back to the curling Cartmill. Now he flips it to the wing. Hill inside toward Leroy who bobbles it. But a whistle and a foul. I believe they called Bramlett on the back of Leroy Watkins, who has just been a monster in the post lately, Bob. Over his last 
six games, he's averaged over 16 points a game. He has been a ton, and, and he is obviously very skilled for an inside player, a lot of talent. Here's the pass to Cartmill, and he misses the 17-foot baseline jumper, the rebound to Arizona, the catch by three as they come across the timeline. Here's Bibby down the middle, pumps it back to Simon, long three is short, and the rebound for Rico. Outlet to Kyle, Cartmill on the fly. Here comes Cartmill, right of the lane drive, he tried to shoot it, he got it blocked out of bounds. Wow, the very... Uh, Brave Kyle Cartmill going to the goal with a couple of Wildcats pursuing him, and it was Davison who swatted it out of bounds. It'll still belong to the Redbirds. I applaud Kyle. That's what we need to do is to push the ball up the floor. Here comes inside the Rico Hill. He turns, fade, shoots it, and rooms it. Not good. Rico, who is 6 for 23 in the win over Tennessee, misses his first shot of this game. Arizona has the rebound. Cats in the front court. Here's Dickerson in the corner against Muller. Drives inside, fades and fires, and it's not good. And the rebound, Steve Hansel. Great block out by the Redbirds right there. Eight to five, Arizona leads it. The Wildcats scored the first five, the Redbirds the next five, and since then a three by the Wildcats. Here's Muller at the top. Dan at the edge of the circle gets it right wing to Kyle Cartmill. 16-47 to go first half as Steve Hansel has it to Dan. The inside Rico, he ducks under. Bramlett, good defense, tough shot, not good. And the rebound, Bennett Davison. Bramlett wouldn't buy Rico's fake. Here's the lob, and Steve Hansel upsets it. Loose ball out of bounds off Arizona. And it belongs to Illinois State. Steve Hansel with a huge play. It was, no question about it. We were beat. Steve came flying out of nowhere. He read the situation and reacted to it in a positive manner. Good hustle by Steve Hansel. And an early substitution for Kevin Stallings as out goes Leroy Watkins. And into the game, the senior Rob Gibbons from Rockaway, New Jersey. That rotation is going to be very important because they are skilled on the inside. Rob and Leroy are going to have to team up together to give us a great game on the inside position today. Steve Hansel on the right wing finds Rico Hill. Bad pass intercepted. Here's Bibby with a layup at the other end, and he dunks it and is fouled by Rico Hill. That's a bad decision by Rico to try to make the play as Bibby was way ahead of the Redbird defense. It's 10-5 Arizona, and Bibby will shoot a free throw. Well, Rico was not wanting to give up the, the uncontested dunk. That's, you know, that's a respect shot, and you don't want them to gain respect at your expense. So he was trying to break that up, but in the process made a silly mistake, particularly in our depth situation. Yeah, we don't need fouls, although that is the first of the game against the Redbirds. Now the full-court pressure by Arizona, and Hansel lost it as it tipped off his fingers and out of place. Steve with a gallant effort to try to save it in, but he couldn't do it. And the ball belongs to Arizona after Bibby made that free throw. He did complete the three-point play. And so it's 11-5, a six-point lead for the Wildcats, and now have the ball down at their end. That is, I believe, the first turnover, the second turnover, excuse me, against the Redbirds. As Arizona is set to put it in play. Here's Bibby looking and finding Miles Simon up on top. Dickerson with it. Now it comes to Bibby. 13-foot shot. Rolls a little bit short. And the rebound. Tracked down by who? Knocked out of bounds by Davidson. It belongs to Illinois State's Redbirds. Well, Davidson is, is obviously a very talented athlete, but he is not able to get around in there because of the contact that Leroy Watkins is providing him. He's bumping, he's shoving, and he's doing everything legally he can to make that in equal situation on the inside. Yeah, Leroy back in there now. Rico Hill has gone to the bench as Rob Gibbons has it up top for the Redbirds who are down 11-5. to 
Steve Hansel, left wing Dan. Three is on the way, and it is not good. And the rebound, Dickerson lost it, out of bounds. Dickerson and Bibby got in each other's way. And they lost it, and the Birds will get the ball underneath their own hoop as an official's timeout has been called. 15.48 left here in the first half. It's 11 for the national champions and 5 for your ISU Redbirds. We're back after this on the Illinois State University Basketball Network. Well, a strong start for the champions. Arizona leads it 11-5. They are quick, Bob. They're big. They fly to the goal. And they're especially talented on the perimeter. But the Redbirds not backing down, and they won't back down in this ballgame. No, they won't. Right now, we've got some good looks from the outside on the perimeter threes, but we haven't been able to knock them down. I think if we continue to get those good looks, we're going to knock some of those down. And when we can do that, then they got to come outside and honor us there. That's going to open up a little bit more on the inside. Rippert's 25-5 and and the 25th victory, the one over Tennessee here on Thursday. An exciting one-point overtime triumph. Redbirds have won more games than ever before in their Division I history. The previous high was 24. That had been accomplished twice, including last year. So that's 29 wins now over two years. Or, excuse me, 49 wins over two seasons. The Cats of Arizona have won 28 and have lost four. They had a 19-game win string going until USC beat them in their second of the last regular season game. Then they won at UCLA, and then they won easily over Nichols State here on Thursday night, 99-60. to So they have won 21 of their last 22. As the Redbirds look to put it in play, the Birds have now won seven straight, equaling their longest win string of this season and of Kevin Stallings' tenure as coach. They've done that twice now under Kevin. An eighth win in a row would be his longest winning streak, but it would mean a lot more than that. Of course, the win over Arizona would be the result as Muller gets it to Cartman on the right side. And now the Birds down to 17 to shoot as it comes to Hansel. Fakes right, goes left, and Bibby stays with him. Cartmill with it at the top. Now 12 to shoot. Here's Kyle inside toward Rob. He fires, and it's off the mark, and the rebound Bramlett for Arizona. We're Rob getting, had a good look. That's right. We're getting good looks at the bucket, Dick. We're just a little bit, I think, a little bit intimidated here. Just not ourselves on the relaxed shot. Here's Bibby driving, passing to Bramlett inside, puts it on the floor, goes to the goal, gets the basket. A foul is called. Leroy tried to make the block from behind, and he is called for the personal. And that's one on him and two on the team as the score is now 13-5 in favor of Arizona and another three-point play possibility this time for A.J. Bramlett. That certainly wasn't much of a foul for the whistle to blow on that. Well, he made the mistake of trying to make the play from behind, Bob. And yep. Sometimes you don't need to make much contact in that situation to draw the whistle as Bramlett misses the free throw. The rebound comes long, but Leroy snares it. And the Redbirds down by eight now at 13-5 to five, come the other way. The Wildcats have scored eight points in a row. It was tied at five. Here's Hansel going toward the right. Steve operating from the point, still on the dribble, left of the lane drive. Layup is not good. The tip give. Gibbons, no. Now it's loose and snared by Arizona. Davidson took it away from Rob. Here's the pass to the wing. Dickerson inside Bramlett against Gibbons. He fires it back out. And now the drive by Dickerson and the layup blocked by Leroy, but the rebound for them, and now a whistle and a charge against Arizona. As Dan Muller stood in there and took it from Bennett Davison. Good defense. The Birds couldn't get the defensive rebound, but Dan Muller gets the charge. Great job of sticking with it by the defense. As you said, we couldn't secure the rebound. Their athleticism got them up there a little bit quicker than we were getting up there, but Dan 
A good heady move, saw the penetration and drew the charge. First call on Davison, second on the team. Here come the Redbirds into the front court against the Arizona man-to-man. Steve Hansel on the right wing. Jason Terry in the game now for Arizona, their first substitution. Here's Rico Hill back in the game for the Redbirds. Up top, Watkins, right side, Dan Muller. Now Kyle, a three on the way from the top is not good, and the rebound for the other new man in the game for the Wildcats as Terry brings it down. Now the drive by Bibby and the pass back out to Terry. Simon fakes the three, penetrates, 17-footer is up and not good, and the rebound, Leroy Watkins, and the birds come the other way. Donnell Harris also in the game now for Arizona. The Cats can't keep Leroy off the boards. He's doing a great job of getting position and holding his own with his body. Here's Dan at the left wing. Bird's still down 13-5. to It's been a long time since they've scored. Edgerson also in there now for the Wildcats as the pass down low to Leroy goes against Harris and scores. Leroy with a little left-hand jump hook about two feet away from the bucket. 13-7, Redbirds within six. Here's Terry down court. He throws it up there, and it's not good. Now it gets wedged in between the rim and the backboard. Hill ball is the call, and that means it's Illinois State's turn. We'll take it any way we can get it, Dick. Good job of getting back on transitional defense that time. The Wildcats are going to push it each and every time that they can. They're going to full court press us each and every time they can. They're going to, their objective is to wear us down as the game goes on. So I'm glad to see that we're hanging in there and we've got energy at the beginning. Full court pressure. Muller gets the pass from Rico Hill and comes across the timeline as Dan faked back and then went down the floor. And Rico delivered the nice pass that allowed him to get it into the front court. Now Rico, a 16-footer, and that's off the mark. It's off the side of the rim. And the rebound for Edgerson. Here's Arizona. Bibby inside. Harris gets it and travels before he can get a shot away, which wasn't any good anyway. Once again, birds, birds were beaten back, but they didn't quit. They hustled down on it. Donnell Harris, a junior from Salinas, Kansas, making that mistake. Perhaps prompted in part by the Redbird defense as Steve Hansel has gone all the way so far as into the front court. Goes to the left side. Here's Kyle. A three. It is not good. And the rebound comes to Arizona. As Terry, or as, uh, yeah, Terry ran it down. Jason Terry goes to Simon on the left wing. Miles Simon to the free throw line. And now the pass back to Bibby. Right wing Terry in the corner it goes. Here's Simon on the drive and the pass back. And Jason Terry a three. And it's good. And it's 16-7, Redbirds trail by nine. That's the biggest lead of the ball game now for Arizona. Steve Hansel on the right side. Finds Rico Hill at the top. Now back to the right wing. Steve with it with 12 and a half minutes to go here in the first half. Kyle Cartmill near the timeline, or near the uh, arc, puts it to Steve. Hansel attacks from the right baseline, gets inside, shoots it, gets it blocked by Harris and the rebound to Arizona. Here come the Wildcats, the pass to Simon, the layup is good. And it's an 11-point Arizona lead. Wow. That was a very impressive break. I didn't think he'd really got the ball up on the on the backboard enough to get it in. And once again, he knew, how, knew what he was doing and used his athleticism to beat it. Hansel nearly got it knocked away by Terry. He recovered it. It goes to Rico at the left baseline. Rico Hill, the lob to Cartmill, inside Dan, back out Steve, he's open, he fires, it's not good from three, and the rebound for Arizona, and the Redbirds have had some open looks at the bucket, they've not been able to capitalize them, as Terry misses from three for Arizona, the rebound Edgerson, he fires it out, a three by Bibby, that's not good, and Gibbons gets the rebound, and the Birds still down 11, come the other way. 
Well, you're exactly right, Dick. We've had some great looks that we've seen our team knock down on many occasions. It's just we're not getting there today. Now inside Rico, he misses the layup. It was partially blocked. He got it back, and he missed it again. Both times it rolled on the top of the cylinder, and it wouldn't go down. Arizona gets the rebound this time, and it's Bibby to Terry on the right wing. And now Simon down the lane. He goes, fires on the run, and it's good. Miles Simon with another basket, his third of the game. The Redford deficit has grown to 13 points with 11.05 left to go in the half. And a 20-second timeout called by Kevin Stallings. Well, a tough start to this one as the birds trail here, 22-7. Is it time for a sport utility? Well, it's time to see Heller Ford Mercury in El Paso. Choose from 30 new used and programmed sport utilities with prices starting at just $5,900. Call toll-free, 800-528-6364 to schedule a test drive. Dick, yesterday in the press conference of the... Arizona squad after the practice session, Lou Dolson said that they've never had four guards in his program here at Arizona that can do what these four do. They all are outstanding and could have started on some of these other squads, he said, but they just all happen to be here at the same time. They can shoot for percentage on the outside, and they can pass, penetrate, and make plays on the inside. Redbirds have put the ball in play. Here it comes inside the Leroy. He's double-teamed, dribbles away from the double-team, gets it outside the Hansel. Now Cartmill with it. Down the middle he goes, shoves it to Leroy, back out to Kyle. Now Kyle Cartmill penetrating his pass, tips out of bounds, still belongs to the Birds who have 12 seconds here to find a shot. The Redbirds, Bob, are one for their last 14 from the field as now we get to an official timeout. 10-44 left to go in the first half, and the Redbirds have dug themselves an early hole here against the number one seed in the West Regional, the Arizona Wildcats. It's 20-7 in favor of that top-seeded team. We're back after this on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. 22-7, Arizona leads it here. 10.44 left in the first half of play. Leroy Watkins so far is two out of two from the field, and the rest of the Redbirds are one out of 16. So the Birds are going to have to heat up a little bit to stay in this game. We'll take a 10-second break at this juncture and then be back with the resumption of this game. Again, it's 20-7 Arizona leads Illinois State. We're back in 10 seconds on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. Other scores today in the NCAA Tournament. North Carolina needed overtime to get past UNC Charlotte, 93-83. And also on the East Regional at Hartford, Michigan State over Princeton, 63-56. Bob Bender's Washington Huskies are into the final 16. As the former ISU coaches team beat Richmond, Washington over Richmond, 81-66. Out west in Boise, Idaho, it was West Virginia on a last-second three-point shot off the backboard, beating Cincinnati, 75-74. And Utah has prevailed against Arkansas, 75-69. Meanwhile, Connecticut and Indiana are underway in Washington, D.C. Connecticut has scored the first six points of that game. Redbirds down 20-7 here, have inbounded the ball to Gibbons, now back out. Rico along one, good! Rico hit a three, and it's 20-10 now. The Redbirds back to within 10 points as Rico Hill has his first basket of the ball game. That's a much-needed bucket, not just for the score and the team. Rico needs to get his confidence up and get going so he gets aggressive with the ball. Jason Terry with it to the wing. Bibby inside. Here's Davison in traffic. Threw it away. Was it tipped by the Redbirds? No, it belongs to Illinois State. We came out in the zone that time after the timeout, Dick. That was the first time we'd showed zone. 
and I think it kind of befuddled them just a little bit, and it took them, took them into an awkward offensive setting, and we were the benefit then of the turnover. Fourth turnover against Arizona. Kyle Cartmill out of the game. The Redbirds going with just one guard right now, and Steve Hansel as Dan Muller is the other guy who can handle the ball pretty well out there. Here's Rico Hill, finds Dan, a baseline drive and a layup. Good! Muller with a great drive down the left baseline. Had a tough angle from which to use the glass, but he did anyway, and it's 20-12. to 12. Redbirds have scored five straight. They're within eight. Here's Dickerson who fakes the three. Comes out toward the top, now picks it up to Bramlett, left of the lane, now back to Dickerson, his three on the way, and not good, and the rebound chased down in the corner by Arizona. Bibby got there before Muller. And Bibby up top to Terry. Here's Dickerson left side. Michael Dickerson finds Jason Terry. Terry against Hansel. Lost the dribble. Got it back. Shoves the ball on the floor to Dickerson. Now the lob inside to Bramlett, but it's stolen. Muller knocked it away. Hansel picked it up. Here's Steve toward the goal. He leans, and he got guys up in the air and uh, drew the foul as his shot was rejected. But a good job by Steve Hansel to shot fake and get a couple of Wildcats to go high up into the air. Well, it all started from the turnover that we created on the defensive end. We are being very aggressive out of that zone the two times that we've been in it so far. And if we can continue that, that, that could be a real lifesaver for us. And I like what I see. It's created a turnover once and a uh, transitional break on, it, on the second time. So let's hope that luck continues. Steve Hansel has missed the free throw. Bramlett committed the foul, his second, and so he goes to the bench, and back into the game for them is Donnell Harris. Also in Quinn Hebbs for the first time for Arizona. Hansel shooting the second of two, he missed the first. Steve shoots it and gets it. Steve made all five of his free throws and all five of his field goal tries in the win Thursday over Tennessee. Gets one of two free throws there, and it's 20-13. to 13. Redbirds have scored six straight. Terry trying to change that. He misses a three, and the rebound, Rico Hill. And now Hansel with it. Steve across the timeline, all the way to the goal ball, knocked away, out of bounds, off of Steve. It belongs to Arizona. That's the right call. It hit yep. Steve in the chest. They deflected it, but it came back up and, and oh, as you said, off of Steve's chest. Here's Simon with it, left wing. Nine minutes now to go first half. Bounce pass into traffic. Dickerson gets it, and then somebody's on his arm. I don't know how that bounce pass got to him. It went through a lot of wow. traffic, but the pass was on target, and Dickerson did draw the foul. It'll be inbounded by Arizona. As Gibbons commits, no, uh, Leroy commits the foul. It's his second, team's third, as the lob comes to Davison. Now up top, Miles Simon, a lob, and it's deflected. It comes to Harris. He lost it. Now it's loose. Hansel picks it up. And Steve the other way. And he dribbles to the wing and now puts on the brakes. And sends it outside the Rico Hill inside Leroy. And yeah. he gets it. He's being pushed by Davison. And that's two fouls on him. He and Bramlett, their two inside starters, have each picked up two fouls. Once again, Dick, rewind here back to the defensive end. It was Rob Gibbons that came over from the help side on that lob, deflected it. And then he created the loose ball that Steve came up with. We're doing a great job out of that zone. We're being very aggressive. And if we can continue to create problems for him like that, I like what I see. And we can get some offense out of our defense. Hansel puts it in play to Cartmill. Now here's Steve Hansel with it up top. 14 fouls now against Arizona. The left wing pass to Rico, a drive on the baseline, and now a whistle and a travel called against Rico Hill. Ouch. He made the shot, but after the whistle, of course, 
And it's still 20 to 13. It's been a long while since Arizona has scored. The Redbirds have the last six in this game, but they do trail by seven. Here's Miles Simon back in the game at the left wing with the ball. Cross-court pass. Jason Terry driving. Now he pumps it back to Simon. Terry with it. To the corner. Dickerson open three. It is good. Rico Hill couldn't get the Dickerson in time. He scores his first basket. Arizona's lead is 10, 23 to 13. Steve Hansel with it now for the Redbirds. Arizona's been in the man-to-man the entire game so far. Gibbons up to Rico Hill. At the edge of the circle, Rico fades, fires, and gets it. Tough shot at the two-pointer. His feet were on the arc as he fired that one from 19 feet away. 23 to 15, birds within eight. Here's Dickerson's long one. It's not good. And the rebound, Dan Muller with a good box out. And he was able to grab the ball, although he had been pushed a little bit. Now Steve Hansel across the timeline for the Redbirds. Well, remember, Dan Muller played 45 minutes in that contest the other evening. He never came out of the overtime game. But Dan seems to never get tired as he comes inside the Rico fade, fires and misses, and the rebound tipped up there. No, and Edgerson gets it now for Arizona. Still 23-15, Birds down eight. Jason Terry driving through the middle. His pass knocked away, loose ball scramble for it. Who's going to get it? It's Arizona. Came to Terry as a couple of players wound up on the floor. Now a three by Simon. Not good. The ball comes to Muller off the rim. And the Redbirds are back in their front court. Seven minutes and eight seconds to go in the half. Well, Arizona's cooled off on their shooting percentage. They're down to 39% now. So we're doing a better job defending them. Here's the pass to the wing. Dan, a long one is in and out. Not good. The rebound produces a foul against Rob Gibbons who reached to try to tip the ball back out, and they say he was over the back. And that's the first foul on Rob and the fourth on the team as we get to another official's timeout. The Redbirds trying to keep their heads above the water here in the West Regional in Sacramento, California. They trail the defending champion Wildcats 23-15 to with 6.55 left in the opening half. We're back after this on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. Well, the Redbirds with their win on Thursday night over Tennessee are now 3-5 and five in NCAA tournament play, this being then the third time they've played a second-round game. The other two times they were in this position, they lost, and both times to number one seeds, Oklahoma, led by Wayman Tisdale in 1984, and DePaul, led by Dallas Comages in 1985. This may be the best team of all of the number one seeds they played, though, Bob. Although those were good Oklahoma and DePaul teams, I think I'd take this Arizona team ahead of those two. Well, I, I, I would, too. They, they've got a lot going for them, and the most important thing that they've got going for them is the... Is the, they're the defending national champions. Therefore, there's a lot of pride they walk on the court with. They don't believe they can be beaten. Well, if they didn't believe it before the game, I'm sure they don't believe it now, although the Redbirds are hanging in there. 23-15 to 15 is the score. Jamar Smiley has entered the game, and so Jamar will give it a go here with 6.55 left in the first half. Meanwhile, Edgerson, Eugene Edgerson, back into the contest for the Wildcats. Mike Bibby walks the ball across the timeline, and he feeds Miles Simon on the left wing. Donnell Harris also back for Arizona as Bibby has it, and Muller forces him way out near the timeline. Now Mike Bibby starts the offense again. The birds are in the zone once again here as Simon has it, and he spins it to Bibby at the edge of the circle. They're down to 13 to shoot. Dickerson inside Edgerson. He's double-teamed. And he has to dribble it out. Might have gotten away with a double dribble as Bibby has it up top. Five to shoot now for Arizona. Here's Bibby. Pull up shot. That is short. And the rebound comes right to Arizona. Simon shoots it in off the glass. 
basketball bounced their way that time. Miles Simon's fourth basket is now Kyle Cartmill is holding his right wrist. He's in some pain. Boy, the birds don't need to lose anybody else here. I don't know what happened. We had it was on the opposite side of the court from where we were, Dick, and I I never saw anything, and so I don't know what created the problem. The bucket by Simon makes it 25-15. Birds down 10. Here's Jamar at the top. Smiley goes toward the left. And picks it up and gets it to Rico, who bobbles it. Loose ball, out of bounds, off of Rico, and it belongs to Arizona. Oh, goodness. We don't need those kind of unforced errors to happen to us. That burn it. As the Wildcats have put it in play. That was an okay pass from Jamar Smiley. Rico just didn't handle it. An unforced error. Simon up top for Arizona. Guarded by Jamar Smiley. The Redbirds are, however, in the zone once again. Here's Bibby with it. Goes to the corner. And Simon now delivers it back outside to Bibby as Arizona sizes up the zone. Here's Dickerson. 17-foot shot. Tough one. He missed it. Muller played tough defense. Here's Rico Hill with the rebound. He finds Jamar, who gets it to Kyle. Cartmill driving left wing all the way to the goal. The layup is good. It bounced on the fringe of the rim there, but it went down the cylinder. It's 25-17. Redbirds within eight. That Bird. wrist is obviously feeling a lot better for him. As the birds are still in the zone. Bibby up to the top. Miles Simon driving. Pull-up pass. Down low to Edgerson. He lost it, but it comes right to them. And Harris missed the layup and the rebound. Jerked away by Rico Hill. And a foul against Arizona. Against Danil Harris, who blew an open layup. And then, in his frustration, commits his first foul. Dick remember, as Kyle Cardinal went in and scored down that last flashing transitional bucket, let's remember who else was recruiting him when he came out of Quincy. That's right. A highly touted athlete. It was the Arizona Wildcats, and he chose the Redbirds. So you better believe he wants to look good against the team that was recruiting him. Gibbons fires it up top to Kyle. Cartmill now dumps it to Rico Hill, right of the free throw line. He picks up his dribble and sends it to Kyle Cartmill. Cartmill right of the lane finds Rico at the baseline. Rico Hill inside shot. That one's good. Rico with a great change of hands on the dribble, went between the legs and found himself a shot from eight feet away, and it's 25-19. The birds are within six. We just keep hanging around, Dick. And a steal by Kyle. Cartmill the other way against Bibby, takes it to the goal and scores. And the Redbirds are within four points. 4.25 left in the opening half, and Lute Olsen needs a 20-second timeout. Lute Olsen in his 15th year as the head coach at Arizona. He's won eight Pac-10 championships and has taken four teams, one from Iowa and three from Arizona, to the Final Four, including, of course, the one last year, which won it all. But right now, he's not thinking about any of that. He's wondering how his team can beat the Redbirds, who are showing a little spunk here late in the first half. The Birds have closed what was a 13-point lead down to just four. We take this opportunity to remind you that for home office furnishings that look as good as they work, See the selection of beautiful pieces by Sly at Lipman Furniture and Interiors 207 Landmark Drive in Normal. Big Kyle Cartmill showed you why not only the Redbirds were very, very interested in recruiting him, the Arizona Wildcats were. He's got big, big, big-time quickness. Simon with it left wing. Cross-court pass. Here's Bibby, a three on the way. That's good. Bibby stops the Redbird run with a big three. He has nine points at 27-21. Well, they've only put two on the board for them. It was a two. I'm sorry, my mistake. It was a two-pointer, and it's 27-21, six-point lead Arizona. 
Here's Muller with it right wing. To Steve Hansel, just back into the ballgame for Jamar Smiley, who gave it a go but couldn't do it. Inside toward Rico Hill, and somebody's on his arm. It's Davison, and that's three fouls on Bennett Davison. Just a great post feed that time by Kyle Carmel to get it into Rico. He had to throw it away from the defender, which made the defense lean on top of Rico and created the foul. And now an official timeout is called. I said Jamar Smiley out of the game. He gave it a go, and he, I'm sure he'll be back out there. I don't see him in a lot of pain over on the bench, and if he can even play a minute or two at a time just to give Hartmill and Hansel some rest, that could really help. 3.48 to go first half, 27-21 Arizona, as we're back after this on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. Arizona 27 and the Redbirds 21 is our score here with 3.48 left to play in the first half. We mentioned Illinois State 3-5 and five in the NCAA tournament. Arizona 23 and 15, including, of course, 6-0 last year. Wildcats are in the tourney for the 14th straight year. They didn't make it Lute Olsen's first year. The year before that... They won like three games all year long, and so Lute had some rebuilding to do. And since then, since that first painful rebuilding season, they've made the tournament 14 years in a row. That's second longest in the nation in North Carolina. They're in the second round here for the uh, third straight year, and they've won four second round games in a row. The Redbirds hoping to stop that string here this evening. If they do, it'll be an upset heard around the country, if not the world. Yeah, that, that is a definite fact, Nick. We would rattle some cages out there in, in basketball land if we would pull this one off. And tell you what, we are not going to roll over and play dead. They're going to have to earn this victory. As Hansel fakes the pass down to the post, now instead the Rico Hill comes along the baseline to get it. Outside, Rob Gibbons back in the game, has it at the edge of the circle. Here's Rob's pass to Kyle. Cartmill on the right wing. And now Dan Muller, left side. 25 to shoot as Rico gets it. Left of the lane drive, shoves it to Dan Muller. Baseline jumper, good! Dan Muller off the pass from Rico Hill. Dan hesitated just a bit, but he got it up there just over the front of the rim, and now it's 27-23. Redbirds within four. Here's Simon with it for Arizona. At the left wing, cross-court pass against the zone. Here's the drive by Bibby and the pass to Simon, and the shot is on the way, and way off in the rebound, Rob Gibbons. Simon, a little out of rhythm there as he took that shot, and here's Steve Hansel with it. That was flat out ugly. You're right, Dick. Muller to Gibbons on the right side. Now Cartmill with it. And Kyle holds it and goes to Rico. A long one is not good off the back iron. Rebound Burns. Hansel gets it. It came right to him. And Steve backs off now and resets the offense. 2.53 to go on the half. Burns down four. Inside Rico shot is rolling. Not good. In and out of there. And the rebound saved by Gibbons. But he was out of bounds in his effort to do it. A good effort by Rob Gibbons. Oh, my, that shot by Rico Hill, just like the one at the end of regulation in the uh, overtime win over Tennessee, Bob. It seemed like it was down there, but somehow it came out. Well, he finger-rolled it, Nick, as he went in and into finger-rolling. He had to flip it, and that put an awful lot of spin on the ball. And when it caught the edge of the rim, that brought it back out. Simon left wing for Arizona. Here's Dickerson back in the game now. Dribbles outside the arc and fires it to Bibby on the right side. Now back to Dickerson at the top, and his three is good. Michael Dickerson with a second three, and it's 30-23. to 23. Redbird deficit is seven. Birds have never led in this game. They've been down by as many as 13. Dan Muller left wing. Bounce pass down the baseline. Rico shot. No, and the rebound Dickerson. And these rims do not like Rico Hill. Mike Bibby with it on the right side. 
Here's the pass up top. Dickerson with it. Drives, pulls up, fires it, and rims it. Not good. The rim didn't like Dickerson there as it's saved in by the Redbirds. Great job by Cartmill to Hill, and Hansel has it now in the front court. Steve at the right side, shoves it to Dan, a baseline drive, got to step on Dickerson. Now the help defender blocked it, and Arizona comes up with it. Nice play by Donnell Harris. Here's Simon to Bibby. He shoots it. It's not good, and the rebound, Rico Hill, as they're missing now. Still 30-23 to 23 with 100 seconds to go here in the half. Well, the Birds now are taking their time on this, this particular possession. They want to get a good percentage shot. Steve Hansel with it. Dribbles toward the left, shoves it to Rico Hill, who nearly slipped and fell, but kept his footing. Now inside toward Hansel, too far under. What's he going to do? He shoots it anyway, gets it blocked, gets it back. Steve goes up, gets it blocked again, gets it back again, and now Hill ball is called, as that time the ball really ne never left Steve's hands. Alternating possession goes to Arizona with 1.15 to go in the half. Well... Steve got trapped down here in the land of Giants, and not only could he not go up with the shot cleanly, he couldn't even dribble back out. It was a tough situation, so he tried to get, make the best of it. Simon to the corner it goes. Jason Terry back in the game. Lobs the cross-court pass to Simon. Up top, Bibby. Now Terry fakes the three, and from the left wing brings it out. Now wide open, Bibby doesn't shoot. Instead to the corner, Simon shoots it, misses it. The rebound, Gibbons kept it alive. Rob snares it. Great job by Rob Gibbons. And now Kyle Cartman over the ball. Kyle up the left wing. Bounce pass, baseline, Rico layup, yes! What a nice pass by Kyle. He took Rico right to the goal. 30-25, to 25, Birds back to within five points. There were a lot of us that have wondered about Kyle Cartmill's ability to play the point guard spot, Dick. And he has stepped up during the Missouri Valley Tournament and in, into the NCAA and has showed us that he can distribute the ball as well as shoot, and shoot the ball and run the floor. Five-second difference between game clock and shot clock here as we approach the end of the half. The Birds are down 30-25. to 25. And now with the shot clock showing 10 seconds, Mike Bibby continues to stare at the basket as the birds are in the zone. Now he comes toward the left wing. Five to shoot. Bibby fires it way up top to Simon. Two to shoot. He shoots desperation shot. Hit the front of the rim. Not good. The rebound produces a whistle and a foul. And it's against the Wildcats. And it is team foul number one. Miles Simon commits the foul, and it is the seventh team foul, so the Birds get free throws with three seconds to go in the half. What a bad mistake by Simon, who did not like the call. Dan Muller goes to the line. Well, Dick, Arizona thought the Redbirds were just going to stay, be content to stay sagged back in in their zone defense, and when they brought it over here, Dan Muller went out and attacked them. And it made him push their offensive set way away from the bucket. And Dan got the free throw, a very fortuitous roll as the free throw was off to the right and a little long. But it hit off the rim and then went high in the air and right through the middle. And the birds will take it. They're now within four. Muller, another one, is on the way, and that one's right through the middle. And it's 30-27, to three-point lead. Arizona inbounds it. They'll have to shoot it long. Terry does so in time. It's not good, and the Redbirds go to the locker room, down by just three. And that's as close as they have been since the very early portion of the game, Bob. The Birds hanging tough and making it close here as we go to the intermission. Good 
job by the birds. As we fed Dick throughout the course of the first half, we, were, we just kept hanging around and hanging around, and the Wildcats kind of fell into the doldrums. We kept applying pressure on defense and attacking on offense, and things have worked out where we're exactly the, the same deficit as the halftime in the first round when we were down three to Tennessee. You better believe there's some confidence oozing in the Redbird locker room. 30 to 27, the national champions lead the Redbirds by just one three-point field goal. We're back with more after this on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. First trail 32-27 here at the intermission. Nine points for Rico Hill, who missed his first six shots, I believe. Five starters, Hansel and Cartmill with Muller, Watkins, and Rico Hill. Minutes played in the first half, by the way. 18 for Rico, 19 for Muller, 18 for Hansel, 18 for Cartmill. Those four are going to have to log pretty close to 35, 36, 37 minutes. And so they've got to they've buckle up their bootstraps and get ready to go. As Hansel has the ball, the Redbirds have put it in play, and they'll try to get closer than three as Hansel comes to the right wing, and the pass up top now to Kyle. Cartmill back to the right side. Steve has it there. Here's Rico Hill backing in, turning, firing the pass. It's punched out of bounds by Bramlett as Leroy Watkins was the intended recipient, but he was guarded very well by A.J. Bramlett. The Redbirds will put it in play again. He was very quick. Bramlett was on the defensive reaction right there. As Steve Hansel looks it over, finds Dan. Baseline jumper is good, and the Redbirds are within one as Dan Muller has his third basket of the ballgame. 30 to 29, here's Miles Simon. Inside it goes Bramlett, backs in, turns and shoots it. Short, no good, rebound, tipped by Kyle. It comes to them. Dickerson shoots it in, and it's back to a three-point difference. Michael Dickerson, the offensive rebound basket. Here now is Steve Hansel at the right wing. Man-to-man -man for Arizona. The Wildcats have played, probably will play man the whole game long. Hansel delivers right wing. And now inside it goes. Here's Rico too far under. Gets it back out to Dan. A three is on the way, and it's good. Oh, yeah. And this game is tied. Oh, yeah. Great look, great find by Rico once he got pinned in underneath the bucket. Dickerson in the right corner. Muller has scored all five Redbird points here in the second half as Bibby has it now at the top. He finds Dickerson on the left wing. Dickerson penetrates into the lane, puts on the brakes. Now a wild scramble for the ball, and Steve Hansel is tied up. Dickerson, it is Arizona's turn. Hansel reached in there, got a piece of the ball, and forced the hill ball call. Arizona will put it in play. Just another confidence builder. Situations like that is for the Redbirds. Make Arizona press a little bit harder to come down, and that puts a little game pressure on them, and you're never as good when there's that on you. Here's the pass in, and the shot good by Simon. The Redbirds lost track of Miles Simon as Bibby quickly put the ball in play. As soon as the official handed it to him, he whipped it to Simon. A layup gives them the lead at 34-32. Birds now in the front court. Here's Rico Hill at the top. Rico spins, goes toward the right, gets it to Kyle, who penetrates. Gives it to Rico. The shot is up and not good from 15, and the rebound, Miles Simon. Arizona comes the other way. The bounce pass to Bibby. Now in the corner, Dickerson a three, and it's too long. Not good. The rebound, Bramlett, who goes up and misses. Now Davison scores. Bennett Davison's first basket, and a steal. Bibby gets it to Simon. Shot good. Count it. Foul is called. And suddenly, the Redbirds find themselves down by six as Kevin Stallings wants a 20-second timeout. But he won't get it, of course, until... Yeah, he will get it right now. 18-10 left in the ballgame, and the Redbirds would tie the score on that three by Dan Muller have just surrendered six points in a hurry and possibly a seventh here 
coming up on the attempt to complete the three-point play by Arizona. It is now 38-32 to 32 in favor of the national champions. Visit Whitaker's Country Oak Shop for the best selection of quality Amish-made solid oak furniture. That's Whitaker's Country Oak Shop on Broadway at the south edge of Hudson. Well, these guys are explosive, Bob, and we saw it there. Well, that they are. Hey, what they did right then, about as quick as you could possibly do it, was they transitioned into defense. They scored, and they put that full-court pressure on it, just boom, and created another turnover, which gave them a steal, a bucket, and possibly a free throw. That foul, by the way, on, on Steve Hansel, his first, team's first in the half. Free throw Simon is rolling good. And he has 13 now as Arizona uses full-court pressure here. Rico Hill has traveled for five seconds is the call. That's right. He can run the baseline there, but he took too long to get it in play as he bounced the ball on the floor as the whistle blew. And Arizona forces yet another Redbird turnover as the Cats look to put it in play. And here's the pass up top to Simon. Miles Simon, high post lob, Bibby, 15-footer, good. Nine points in about a minute, less than a minute for Arizona as Muller throws it ahead to Hansel and now it's knocked away. Bibby saves it in. Bramlett gets it. Another turnover. Bibby the other way for Arizona. He goes to the baseline now, passes it back out, out of bounds off Simon as Hansel bothered Simon trying to catch that pass. And so the Redbirds force the turnover and get the basketball. We've got to collect ourselves and not just get lackadaisical. We have to focus in more on what it takes to break this pressure. Here's the pass ahead to Kyle. Bounce pass stolen. Bramlett knocks it away and it's picked off by Davison as Kyle tried to get it to Watkins after the birds had broken down the pressure. Nine-point Arizona lead as Bibby shoots it, gets fouled, but he misses the shot. Dan Muller tried to make the play from behind, but he banged in to the back of Mike Bibby, who goes to the free throw line. That's the first on Dan, the second on the team. Well, the Wildcats have definitely turned up the intensity in the last three minutes out here. There's no question about that. Now, the Birds got to hang around, just like we did. We talked about that in the first half. We got to hang around, and, and they're going to make runs. That's why they're a great ball club. Now, we got to let them make little runs, not big runs. Bibby's free throw is good. That's 10 points here in, what, about a minute or maybe a little bit more. If Dan had known that that three that he made that tied the game was going to make him so mad, I'm sure he would have missed it. <laughs> Bibby's free throw, not good, and the rebound tipped, and Muller comes up with it, and the Redbirds come the other way. 42-32, Arizona has exploded here to a 10-point lead. Hansel with it to the corner. Here's Cartmill. Back to Rico Hill at the right wing. Rico dribbles up toward the edge of the circle. Now he turns. Backdoor pass intercepted. They were waiting for that. Simon made the play and comes the other way. Miles Simon right of the lane. Fade shoots it and misses off the front of the rim. The rebound, Dan Muller. Tough shot there for Simon off the dribble as he tried to turn about 130 degrees and shoot it off the dribble, and he missed it pretty badly. Well, we, we need to get a good look here. We need a good percentage shot. We get good percentage shots where good enough shooters they'll go in, so we got to get ourselves under control and do that. Leroy against Bramlett, turns, jump hook, not good, and the rebound for Dickerson. That was a tough shot by Watkins. Bibby with it on the right side. Mike Bibby dribbles up toward the top, birds in the zone. Here's the pass to Simon at the baseline, Dickerson at three, and Muller got there and bothered him, and he missed it, and the rebound comes out to them. Simon to Bibby, he'll fire from three, and that's good. 13-point Arizona lead. All of a sudden, they've equaled their biggest advantage of the game right after the Redbirds had tied it. Here's Cartmill on the drive. Layup. No. Whistle and a charge. Oh, goodness. 
Last time, Kyle passed the ball, and it was intercepted. He had Muller on the right wing. He decided to keep it this time, and he's called for the charge into A.J. Bramlett. Well, there's no doubt that A.J. Bramlin was there, but it certainly wasn't the type of contact that you see in a charge. It was a glancing blow, and that usually is always called against the defense. And another 20-second timeout called by Kevin Stallings here as he tries to stop the bleeding. There's quite a bit of Redbird blood out there right now as the Birds have tied the game on the three by Muller, but 13 points in a row by the national champions, and suddenly it's 45-32 in favor of Arizona. Navigate to the next ISU game in a new two- or four-wheel drive Lincoln Navigator from Hiller Lincoln Mercury Dodge. It seats up to eight Redbird fans. Call toll-free to arrange a test drive at 1-888-773-6343. Question is, will the next Redbird game be next year? Well, let's hope not. Let's hope it's next week, Nick. I think we it'll can either, pull that off. It'll either be next year or next week, and we would certainly prefer the latter of those two options, as Rob Gibbons is now in the game, replacing Rico Hill. Here's Bibby across the timeline for Arizona. Bouncing the ball toward the left wing. Steve Hansel on him. Birds are back in the man-to-man. Muller on Dickerson as he gets the ball inside. And the pass to Bramlett, and the dunk is good. Gibbons slid over to help Dan, who had been beaten by Dickerson. And then they found the open Bramlett and got him the ball. Now the Birds have broken down the pressure as they trail by 15. Here's Muller shooting it inside. Not good. The rebound for Bramlett. 15 in a row now by Arizona as the Wildcats are in the front court. The lob is knocked away, and the Birds have got it. Hansel with it left wing. Here's Steve dribbling outside the arc. 15-50 to go in the ball game, and the Redbirds trail 47-32 as Steve Hansel attacks the bucket. The pass back to Kyle. The three is on the way, and it's not good, and the rebound for Arizona. Davison took it down. It just appears as if we might be suffering from fatigue out there right now, Dick. The pace of this game has gotten to be... It's turned up quite a bit here in the last five minutes due to the pressure by the Wildcats. And I think we're seeing a few tired bodies on the Redbird side. Here's the drive by Dickerson. He lost the ball. It's loose, and the Redbirds pick it up. Kyle Cartmill is fouled now from behind by Davison. That's four on him. He'll have to go back to the bench. It's been a frustrating game for Bennett Davison, who has scored only two points. As Edgerson goes to the scorer's table. Meanwhile, we're due an official's timeout here with 15-20 left to play in the game. It's 47 to 32. Arizona has scored the last 15 points in this game as we continue after this on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. Well, it's a little ironic. The Birds battled back the entire first half, got back to within three points, and then tied the game on that Muller three here early in the second half. They did all that hard work, and now, in the space of about two and a half minutes, it's been more than undone as the Birds are down 15 now after trailing by no more than 13 in the first half. It's 47-32 Arizona. Smoker's Choice has a huge selection of humidor fresh imported and domestic cigars in all shapes and prices. Celebrate Redbird victories with fine cigars from Smoker's Choice to Wanda Plaza in Bloomington. It's a little mentally defeating to think about that, Bob. All the hard work that went into getting back to even, and now you got to start over again, and you're in a deeper hole than you were before. Well, yeah, there's no question that it can be rather deflating while you're out there. But, Dick, we've, we've talked about it. Coach talked about it. And we all understand the uh, eight ball that we're behind coming in here. We, we have such a lack of depth that we cannot rotate 
once we got to that time, then would have been a great time. And Coach always rotates people, but we just don't have that rotation today. Our lack of depth has really been really been hurting us right now. Jamar Smiley did play one shift of a couple of minutes in the first half. He hasn't played yet here in the second half, as Kyle Cartnell will put it in play for the Redbirds. Against full court pressure, Birds put it in play in the backcourt. Leroy Watkins back in there. Oh, he, that's right, he was in there. Rico Hill continues to rest. It's Watkins, Gibbons, Muller, Cartmill, and Hansel. Here's Dan with it at the top. To Steve Hansel, back to Dan Muller. Loose ball, knocked out of bounds by Bramlett, who reached in there and poked it away from Dan Muller. And right to Bob Morris, who made a good catch. Dick, that's my second ball I've retrieved today. One more, and I got a tournament record. <laughs> Hansel with it, inside the arc for the Redbirds. Well, it's those good hands. We checked you out in that department before we hired you, and sure enough, you're coming through for us. As Leroy shoots it in about five feet away in the lane, Leroy turned and got a good look at the basket and put it down, and that's the first basket for the Redbirds in a long while. Stops the string of 15 in a row by Arizona. 47-34, Birds down 13 now, as Jason Terry is in the game and has it to the right side to Simon. Miles Simon drives on Muller, lost the ball. He lost the dribble. Gibbons picked up the loose basketball and found Steve Hansel, who comes across the timeline. Great defense by Dan Muller. The birds have gone back to a man-to-man -man setting on that defensive sequence and Dan bothered Simon enough to turn it over. Steve Hansel with it on the right wing for the Redbirds who are down 13 here against the champions. Here's Hansel spinning in the lane, shooting it, missing it, rebound, tipped out, comes to them, Simon off to the races. Dan Muller back with him. Miles Simon goes to the goal and draws the foul and misses the shot. And that's a tough call against Dan Muller who had good position there. But Simon forced the contact and drew the foul. It's the second against Dan and the fourth against the team. Right there when Steve Hansel penetrated down the center of the lane, we didn't have anybody rotate back on defense. So when the, so when the rebound came out a little bit long and came to Miles Simon, there was nobody back to deter him from taking it to the bucket. we got to get somebody to rotate back when the point goes in like that. Simon makes the free throw. He now has 14 points this evening. As Rico Hill checks back into the game, Leroy Watkins sits down. 14-12 left here in Sacramento, and it's 48-34 Arizona. Simon with a chance to equal the Wildcats' largest lead. He does it. He made them both. And it's 49-34, and now a backcourt foul called against Arizona. Edgerson, Eugene Edgerson, out of the Arizona press, commits his first foul, second on the team here in the half. Arizona's going to be willing to give up a few fouls like that in their pressure situation. When they're full court pressing, that's the main objective there is to, is to wear us down. Hartnell with it, deep in the backcourt, guarded by Bibby out of that pressure. Kyle dribbles it to near the timeline. Now he moves it across himself with the dribble, and now he falls down, and traveling is called against Kyle Cartmill, who may be hurting a little bit as he gets up in some pain and is favoring the left leg. Guess he turned the ankle a little bit, but now he's running it off and will stay in the ballgame. Remember, earlier in the first half, it was his right wrist that yeah. he fell on and, and came up grimacing over that, so... Not been a pleasant afternoon for Kyle. Here's Bibby to Jason Terry as the Birds have turned it over again, and now Arizona has the ball. Bramlett, right side Bibby. His pass inside Edgerson, layup good. Bibby, out of the corner of his eye, saw Edgerson at the last moment. He was going to shoot it. What a great play by Bibby. It's now a 17-point Arizona lead at 51-34 as Muller's pass is tipped out of bounds by Arizona. Still belongs to Illinois State. 
Dick, on our last five possessions, we, we've made one basket, that one being by Leroy, the little jump hook in the middle, but the other four, we have hit the front of the rim on all of our shots. Again, that's a sign of fatigue and leg tired. Redbirds were tied, 32 apiece, but now they're down 51-34 as Cartmill has it up top to Dan Muller. Right side, here's Rico Hill. Hansel with it now, edge of the circle, left wing, Dan Muller. And Dan, cross-court pass, it's tipped, and out of bounds it goes off Jason Terry, who leaped high in the air to get a piece of that one. Dickerson, who had gone off for a rest a little bit ago, is now back in for Lute Olson's Wildcats. Miles Simon goes to the bench. And again, a smart move by Lute Olson. He just keeps rotating those stars that he's got in, and, and it just keeps attacking and attacking. He knows and understands our situation and lack of depth. Hansel to Rico Hill, who faked the shot, shovels it inside, and as he does, the whistle blows, and a foul is called against Arizona. Hansel cut through the lane that time. And the foul is against Michael Dickerson. It's his first. It's the team's third here in the half. It'll be unbounded by the Redbirds with 13-13 to go. And the Birds down 17. Biggest deficit of the game for the Redbirds as Hansel's pass is tipped out of bounds by Mike Bibby. Another opportunity for Steve to put it in play. He finds Kyle. Hartmill. Goes to the left baseline, guarded by Bramlett. Here comes Kyle across the top of the circle. Continues to dribble, back to our pass, knocked away, out of bounds. It's off of Arizona. It belongs to Illinois State. The shot clock down to 24 as the Birds will put it in play. They're just so quick. There's a lot of teams that we've played that when we make that backdoor cut, we've been successful with. Today, the, the Arizona Wildcats' quickness just is not allowing that cut to take place. Rico Hill driving to the goal. The layup is no good. The oh. rebound tips to Terry, and Arizona comes the other way. Jason Terry at the free throw line. Pumps it back to Edgerson, who tipped it back to Jason Terry as Edgerson fell down. Terry now has it to the right wing. Mike Bibby, or uh, yeah, Mike Bibby. I'm thinking of Henry Bibby, his dad. It is Mike Bibby, of course. As it comes inside the Dickerson who lays it in. And it's a 19-point Arizona lead now at 53-34. Kyle Cartman on the front court with 12 and a half minutes to go. Here's Dan Muller. Steve Hansel with it. Steve, the bounce pass inside. Rico Hill, double team, shoots anyway, gets it blocked. Bibby with the rebound off the block by Bramlett. Bibby flies the other way. Here's the three by Terry. It's good. 22-point lead. Steve Hansel with it. Now steal by Bibby, and Arizona comes back. Bibby at the top. Left wing three. Terry got it. Jason Terry has hit two threes in a row, and Kevin Stallings needs a timeout before the wheels come totally off. As the lead has ballooned to 25 points at 59 to 34. It is, I believe, a full timeout. So we'll take a break. 12.01 left to go. And the birds trail 59 to 34. As we are back after this on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. 59-34, Arizona has really taken charge here in Sacramento, California. The game was tied at 32. Since then, the Wildcats have outscored the Redbirds 27-2. They have made 11 of 16 from the field in the second half, the Wildcats have. It's, uh, it's been a take-charge situation for the national champions, Bob. Well, they knew where our juggler was. It wasn't like they had to run around and look for it. 
They knew that our Jared Levine today was going to be making the game an up-tempo game. You see the bench over there, the coaching staff for Arizona. Every time they score, they're, per they're telling, get up, get up, get up, full court pressure. And every time they get the ball on offense, they're saying, go, go, go. They know that, that the deficit that we're in and our lack of depth today, and they're taking full advantage of it. And we're starting to see, not so much in the first half that it affects us, but over the long haul now, you're seeing that, I believe, start to take effect and show the weariness in our legs. Birds playing very shorthanded. Skip Schaefer out since the Missouri Valley Tournament. And then Jamar Smiley hurting his back here before play in the NCAA started. And he played one minute in that overtime win on Thursday. And he's played, I think, two minutes in this game. As the Redbirds have put it in play against the pressure, Steve Hansel double-teamed. Jump passes out of it. It comes to Kyle Cartmill. Birds in the front court. Here's Kyle driving, passing back to Rob, who makes the catch. Bounce pass inside Leroy Watkins. Now out to Dan. Muller attacks the bucket, pulls up, fires, misses from 13 feet in the rebound to Arizona. Jason Terry the other way. Terry now down the left side of the lane. His shot rejected by Leroy, I believe it was, and the rebound off the block by Hansel. Here comes Steve through the lane. Shot rolls not good, and the rebound for Rob, who lays it up and scores. Gibbons with his first basket of this game. Good hustle by Rob Gibbons to hustle back and, and be there for the trailing rebound. Here's a long one. Simon, he missed it, and the rebound, Dan Muller, who comes down just in play, and now finds Steve Hansel. Birds down 59-36 after that rebound basket by Rob Gibbons. Hansel with it now. Cross-court pass, Dan Muller. Dan dribbles up toward the top to bounce pass to Kyle in the free throw circle. He had it knocked away. A quick knock away by... Terry, who gets the return pass from Dickerson and lays it up and in, and it's 61 to 36. Arizona back up by 25. Oh goodness, goodness! When it rains, it pours. Here's Kyle driving through the lane. The quick pass to Rob and a dunk by Gibbons. Rob Gibbons showing some spunk here as he has his second basket. 61 to 38. The lead back down to 23. And now, as the birds show full court pressure, Jason Terry couldn't find anybody to get it in play to, and so. The Wildcats are forced to spend a 20-second timeout. They were in such a hurry to do what we've been talking about. Get the ball and go. Get the ball and go. Well, we brought three people up to show some full-court pressure, and it was real easy to keep the one guy that was down here from getting it. So, and he had nobody to inbound it to, so they had to take the timeout. A reminder to get 1% financing for 48 months on a new Mercury Villager from Heller, Lincoln, Mercury, Dodge in Pontiac. For more information and to schedule a test drive, call toll-free at 800-773-6343. Ronald Van Belzen has just checked into the game for Rob Gibbons. Ronald seeing his first action in this NCAA tournament. Well, that's a great time to bring in a substitute, Dick. When you have a timeout situation, whether it be a full or a 20, you've got that plus a couple of minutes here, and you've got a guy getting a longer break than usual. As the pass comes to Miles Simon, who works his way across the timeline for Arizona. 61-38, birds down 23. Jason Terry with it, right wing. He finds Dickerson. Inside it goes, and a block by Leroy, but a foul is also called. Donnell Harris got that ball inside, and Leroy flew at him and blocked it, but apparently he also got him on the arm. I believe they called it on Ronald. Okay, well, I thought Leroy made the play cleanly, so that does make some sense. As Van Delsen picks up his first foul, and Donnell Harris goes to the free throw line. Junior from Salinas, Kansas, 65%er, gets the free throw. Ronald Van Delsen in the game, the native 
of the Netherlands, one of 14 Division I players from that country as Harris's throw is not good. And the rebound, Ronald. So Harris made one of two. It's a 24-point Redbird deficit at 62-38. to 38. Rob Gibbons has checked back to the scorer's table. Here's Van Belsen. To the right side it goes to Kyle Cartmill. Now Muller edges the circle. Dan shoves it in the Ronald layup is not good, and the rebound tips up there. In the air it goes, and it's run down by Kyle. Cartmill underneath the basket gets it inside to Leroy, who fakes, fires it back out. Hansel to Dan, a three on the way is good. Yeah. Muller nails the three. He has a dozen points, has 14 points, and the Birds within 21 at 62 to 41. Now Muller knocks the ball away, and it's picked off by Ronald. To Dan, Cartmill, pull-up shot is rolling good. Yes. Kyle gets the goal off the Redbird steal. And another 20-second timeout called by Lute Olsen as the Birds are not ready to go away. They've climbed back to within 19 at 62 to 43. The Redbirds showing some resiliency, Bob. Uh, I'll tell you what. All you listeners back there in Bloomington Normal, you have got to be so proud of this group. This is one tired bunch of boys out here playing right now, but they are not giving up and surrendering at all. Lute Olsen just can't believe that this group is still progressing. He knows they're tired, but he can't convince these players that this team isn't going to quit on them. Well, the birds, of course, down by a bundle, and that's what they feel they have to do, Bob, even though they are tired. Exactly. But yet you would think when you are tired that you wouldn't be effective out of it. And here we've gotten two turnovers and a timeout in three of the last four possessions that we have applied to full court pressure. The full court pressure can backfire, of course. Arizona could get some easy baskets out of it. The Redbirds are going to be even more tired here in a little while, but they don't care if they lose by 50, Bob, if they've got a chance to get back in the game. That's right. That's a gamble that you have to take once you've gotten the deficit to the point we have. Here's Miles Simon, who does get the ball across the timeline against the Redbird pressure. Birds now are in the man-to-man. -man. This far down, they're going to have to play man as Bramlett gets it and jumps to the goal and dunks it. What a big leap to the rim that time for him, and it's a 21-point lead again for Arizona at 64-43. to Bramlett's fourth field goal of the game. Here's Kyle to Rob Gibbons is back in, and as he sends it into Leroy, he's fouled. Leroy is by A.J. Bramlett. Bramlett didn't like that call. There wasn't too much contact there. Leroy did have trouble making the catch. The whistle actually blew before the ball got to him, and then Leroy had trouble making the catch, so he must have taken a pretty good shove. Well, they did a good job with a high-low post right there. They brought it back on the reverse pass to Rob up top, and that they, they uh, then flashed Leroy inside. Hartnell gets the inbound pass to the Redbirds. That's the third foul on Bramlett. And the fourth on the team is given. Oh, leans yeah. and shoots it. Not good. And the rebound to Nell Harris. Boy, he faked Harris up in the air, but then Rob missed the layup, and Arizona gets the rebound. Here's Bibby, left of the lane drive, layup blocked by Leroy, but another foul is called. Boy, Leroy has made some spectacular rejections here in the second half, but the foul this time is called against him. He made that block pretty cleanly up high, but I guess he got him with the body on the way to the block. And Bibby goes to the free throw line. Well, when you're down by this much, when you're down by, what, 19 here or 21? 21 now, When yep. you're down 21, you, you really don't want to argue too much about calls. Bibby misses the free throw. And Mike Bibby will shoot another one. He, along with his running mate at guard, Miles Simon, both named one of the 15 Wooden Player of the Year candidates as Bibby makes the second free throw for his 15th point of the game. And it's 65-43, Birds down 22. Not only that, Dick, they were both named the first-team All-American by the AP 
AP team. And Dickerson has made some All-American teams as well. Here's a three by Kyle, and it's off the back iron, not good. The rebound comes long to Leroy, and the Birds with another opportunity. Dan Muller left wing. Muller fakes the drive. And now gets the ball knocked, but goes to get it in the corner. Dan looks for somebody, looks for a teammate, and shoves it uh, to Leroy, but it's knocked out of bounds by Edgerson. And Bob Morris has just broken the tournament record. He makes his third catch of the day. I am I'm on a roll. I'm in his zone, Dick. I'm in his zone. Hopefully, if you're watching on television, well, listening to the game, you saw Bob make that very difficult grab. Here's Hansel through the lane fakes and can't get the shot away now to Kyle his three is off the mark and the rebound chips out of bounds off of Leroy it belongs to Arizona Dick the birds right now are laying it on the line there, there's nothing nothing else they can do but to come back in, in full court pressure do what they can on defense and disrupt the, the Wildcats but that gets real tough Dickerson a 19 footer good as Arizona moves it into the front court quickly put it inside and then back out to a wide open Michael Dickerson. He builds the lead to 24. It's now 67-43 with eight minutes to go in the game. Hansel with it at the top for the Redbirds. Shoves it to the left side. Gibbons has it there. Rob with one bounce of the ball now leans in, finds Muller at the baseline. He has it tipped out of bounds by Mike Bibby who pleaded desperately <laughs> for that call, trying to tell the official on the fact that Muller had tipped it, but that had not been the case. I guess uh, even when you're up 24, you try to you try to change those officials' minds if you can. Well, that, the one thing that I've just been noticing the last two, three possessions is how this team plays hard no matter yeah, what. That's right. They're not... Uh, they're not taking this one for granted. They've seen the Redbirds charge back a little bit, and they want to put it in the bank before they before they rest. 67-43 Arizona, as an official timeout is called, 7.51 to go in the game here in Sacramento. We're back after this on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. In the only other NCAA tournament game yet to be completed today, Connecticut now leads Indiana 52-49, just under 12 minutes to go in that contest in our nation's capital. Elsewhere, North Carolina beat UNC Charlotte by 10 in overtime. Michigan State by 7 over Princeton. Those at the East Regional in Hartford. In the West Regional games in Boise, it was a one-point win for West Virginia over Cincinnati on a three-pointer off the backboard with eight-tenths of a second to go by the Mountaineers. Utah beat Arkansas by six. And in the other game at the East Regional in Washington, D.C., it was Washington, that is the University of Washington from Seattle, over Richmond by 15. And Bob Bender, Huskies, advanced to the Sweet 16. Redbirds have two former coaches still in the picture. Bob Bender's Huskies and Bob Donawald's Western Michigan Broncos, who play tomorrow for a spot in the Sweet 16. Redbirds' chances of getting to the Sweet 16 not looking great right now. They're down 24 with just under eight minutes to go as Steve Hansel gets it to Rico Hill inside. Shot off balance. No, and the rebound tipped up. Hansel, no. Edgerson gets it for Arizona. Rico fell after attempting that shot, but he's okay. And the Wildcats are in the front court. Bibby inside, and here's Bramlett back out to Bibby at the top. Inside Bramlett, and the whistle blows before he can get his shot away, which was blocked by Ronald Van Velsen, who's back in there for the Birds. And the foul is called against Ronald. Well, the positive out of this game right now is that we're getting Ronald some valuable playing time in a game of this nature, which hopefully can jumpstart him and get him going for the following season next year. A.J. Bramlett out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, goes to the free throw line, where he makes 59%. He bends the knees, and he shoots it, and he gets it. 
68-43. Redbirds down 25. That equals the biggest lead of the game for the Wildcats. Winner of this game faces Maryland in Anaheim, California next Thursday as Bramlett misses the next free throw and the rebound, Dan Muller. Birds down 68-43 as Steve Hansel now is in the front court. Hansel dribbles toward the left. Now passes back to the right. Rico Hill gets a step on Edgerson who catches up and Rico lost the ball. Out of bounds off Rico Hill. Rico has not had a great NCAA tournament. Well, when you come in as the leading scorer, you better believe they're going to key on you. Yeah, a lot of that has to do with the defenses collapsing on him. He doesn't get the ball without a bunch of guys being around him. Bibby with it left wing. Down to the baseline it goes. And now here's Miles Simon attacking the bucket. Jump pass outside. Bibby fakes the three. Penetrates inside the arc. Shoves it down the baseline. And out of bounds it goes. It's off of Arizona. Nobody tipped that. Bibby's pass was simply off target. And so the Redbirds put it in play. And come back toward their basket. Hansel with it. As he dribbles toward the left. Steve gets it to Dan Muller. Right side, Kyle. Cartmill back to Dan. His three is on the way. And good. Muller heating up. And those are the Schooners' hot points here in this NCAA tournament game. They bring the Birds back to within 22 at 68 to 46. Miles Simon now for Arizona against a half-court draft by the Redbirds. Bibby, shy of the timeline, gets it across the timeline to Simon. Now in the corner, here's Dickerson. Back out to Simon. Driving, shooting, scoring. Count it. Foul is called. Miles Simon with an impressive drive to the goal. Well, once again, I'm, I'm you know I'm harping on this point. I guess now to the point of everybody understanding it or has already understood it that we're tired. We got we got no leg strength right now, and we're reaching on defense rather than moving a moving our feet. And in the first half, we'd have possibly taken a charge out of that. But instead, our legs are so heavy, so tired right now that we're reaching and grabbing and creating fouls. Cartmill's second foul, eighth on the team, but in that case, of course, just one shot anyway, as Simon now has completed the three-point play, and he builds the lead back to 25 for Arizona. Their third 25-point lead of the game. We're down to 6.15 left, and unless the Birds execute a miraculous comeback, that means 6.15 to go on the season. As the ball is punched away, Arizona has the steal. Dickerson ahead to Bibby. Pull up three. Blocked by Leroy. Another block shot by the big guy. And out of bounds it goes. And it belongs to Arizona. Leroy Watkins fourth on the Redbird list in block shots. And he is finishing his career here with a flourish in that department. As Bibby will put it in play. Dickerson on the right wing. Merger in the half court, man-to-man -man now. Dickerson shoots a three off the dribble, misses it pretty badly on the rebound. Kyle Cartmill, who leads the fast break. Kyle goes all the way to the goal, the layup. Nobody's fouled as he crashes to the floor right near the basket standard. Miles Simon helps him to his feet, and Kyle will go to the free throw line here to shoot a couple. If memory serves me right, when Kyle went down for his visit to Arizona when they were recruiting him, he roomed with Miles Miles Simon on that trip when he went down there. And I saw Miles go over and help pick him back up and Nick being swapped on the rear end of one another. So there's, you know, there's, there's still good sportsmanship out there no matter what. Kyle, the Redbirds' best free thrower, 81% on the year, puts that one down. It's the first attempt from the line here in the second half for the Redbirds and only the fifth of the game. 71-47 now. The Birds back to within 24 as Dickerson is out and Jason Terry with a smile on his face is back in. Terry smiles a lot. 
<laughs> I think he likes himself, Dick. Well, he, he's a little bit like Rico Hill, I think. He enjoys playing this game, and actually, if I played for Arizona, I might be smiling a lot, oh, too. Gave me Christmas, yes, Dick. If I just lived in Arizona, I might smile a lot. <laughs> That's another reason to smile. Good point. <laughs> As that free throw was missed, Redbird's got the rebound, and now it's been knocked out of bounds by Arizona. So it'll be put in play here by Illinois State with 5.45 to go. Hansel goes to the wing, and here's Cartmill out to Steve Hansel at the top of the circle. He moves toward the left, picks up his dribble, gets the ball kicked by Bibby. It'll be a fresh 35 seconds for the Birds. 5.36 left, and it's Arizona 71 and the Redbirds 47. Cartmill looks to get it in and does so to Rico Hill, who hands it to Steve. Hansel on the left side. Finds Kyle at the top. He penetrates, shoots an 18-footer. It's short, and the rebound for Bibby, who's fouled by Rico Hill. Rico inadvertently poked him in the face, maybe a little bit in the eye, but Bibby appears to be okay. He'll walk to the other end and shoot free throws. You know, Dick, one thing I've noticed about Bibby is I don't think he has a very good memory. He's got three tattoos on his body. One is a basketball with his initials, one is his name, and the other on his leg is another basketball. I think he forgets his name and what he plays. He has a short-term memory loss, I think. Boy, that's, a, that's really a pretty good idea. I forget things like well, that a lot right. of times. I've never thought about a tattoo before, but this makes some sense, Bob. I, I've made notes to myself before, but I haven't considered tattoos just because I've got a bad memory. You write a reminder on your hand, and you're going to wash it off when you take a shower. Well, that's true. That's, that's, that's true. Bibby to shoot a one-and-one one with 5.23 to go. He shoots it good. It rolled all over the rim and finally went down. And the sophomore who hails from Phoenix, Arizona, whose dad is the head coach at USC. Gosh, could he play? I, you know, I'm showing my age here quite a bit, I guess, when I, when I can remember him starring on those UCLA teams and what a player his dad was. Played for some pretty good teams, but his son is playing for a good team as well as Bibby makes the second free throw. He has 17 points, and Arizona's lead is now 26, biggest of the game. 73-47 the score. Here's Steve Hansel coming toward the left. Hansel looks it over with Jason Terry all over him. Here's Rob Gibbons at the left wing. Gibbons to the edge of the circle, picks it up and throws a dangerous pass, but Cartmel did get it as Bibby nearly had the steal. Now 15 to shoot for the Birds. Here's Steve Hansel on the right wing. Steve got it knocked, and he just barely got it back. Now he attacks the bucket, but now he lost it again. Simon shovels it to Bibby, and a dunk coming here, and it's now 75 to 47. The lead up to 28 points. They are relentless, Dick. They, they don't ever give up, and they don't ever substitute. The only thing they've done to slow down the pace is they're not full-court pressing any longer. Hansel at the edge of the circle. Now dribbles away from Jason Terry. Steve has picked up his dribble. Somebody's got to come to him. Leroy comes out there to get it. 16 to shoot for the Redbirds, who are having trouble getting it close to the bucket right now. Hansel looks in toward Leroy, can't get it to him. Steve penetrates with a dribble, gets it knocked away by Jason Terry. Loose ball, scramble for it. Rob Gibbons knocked it, picked up by Hansel. Now Rob gets it, but he got it out of bounds. And it belongs to Arizona. Great effort by Rob, who dove to the floor that time to keep it alive. But Arizona winds up with the ball. Oh, boy. It's, each one of the Redbirds have their hands on their, 
on their knees and they're bending over whenever they can just to try to grab some more oxygen and air to get into their lungs. Simon is out. Davison is back in for them. Here's Bibby across the timeline. Dickerson also now has checked back into the game for the champions who are playing like champions here in the second half. Dickerson out to Jason Terry. The birds have gone back to that zone. Here's Dickerson. Baseline pass Bramlett. Now he skips it over to the left wing and the shot by Bibby is not good and the rebound tipped by Bramlett and the whistle and a foul is called against Rob Gibbons of the birds. And on Rob, that's two. It'll put the Wildcats at the line. That's the tenth against the birds and so it will be two shots for A.J. Bramlett. Well, the Wildcats, it appears, are headed to Anaheim, California, where they would play Maryland's Terrapins, a narrow winner over the U of I earlier here in Sacramento. Bramlett's free throw, not good. Not even close to being good. That was one ugly attempt. He's a 59%er, and he's been worse than that in this game. One out of four. He gets another chance, and he missed it off the back iron. The rebound, Kyle Cartmill. Here come the birds, still down by 28 points. Kyle with it at the right wing. The Redbird season coming to a close here in California. As Leroy shoots it off the glass, rolled, not good, and the rebound, Bibby. Leroy got a good shot, but it rattled the inside of the rim and came out. And now Bramlett runs over Leroy Watkins and a charge is called. Leroy got there in good position and caused the charge against A.J. Bramlett, his fourth foul. Birds get the ball back, still down by 28 with 3.21 to go as we get to our final officials timeout. 3.21 left and it's 75-47. Arizona has the lead as we're back after this now on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. 75 for Arizona, 47 for the Redbirds with 3.21 left to go in the ballgame. We remind you to stay tuned after the game. We will visit the postgame news conferences and we'll talk with Kevin Stallings about the conclusion of this season. We'll run down the scores of the other NCAA tournament games and look at what is coming up next. More games tomorrow, of course. Eight more. And then they'll be down to the final 16 teams. Right now, there are 27 teams officially left in the field. And the Redbirds are one of them. 26, actually. In the other game going on, Connecticut leads Indiana 60-54, to 54, about eight minutes to go on that one in Washington, D.C. The winner of that one takes on Washington next. Bob Bender's team winning 81-66 over Richmond. That was, if we recall, that was the team, Coach Bender's team was one that many considered to be a bubble team with only 19 season victories. And yet here they get into the tournament and do some damage. Bubble teams have done pretty well. Western Michigan, Bob Donald's team, another one. And Florida State, the last at-large choice, won their first-round game. As now the Birds have lost it. Kyle Cartmill unable to make the catch. And there's more of that fatigue, I think, showing. Well, I think now it's becoming mental as much as physical also. As another new player into the game for the Wildcats is Justin Wessel, a freshman out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Of course, Lute Olson used to coach at the University of Iowa, not too far away in Iowa City, and 
He still recruits that area, gets players from the Chicago area once in a while. He is a man that is going to forever be well thought of in the state of Iowa. Jason Terry brings it to Dickerson in the corner. He attacks the bucket, now pulls up, fires as he fades, and he scores. Dickerson now has 14 points, and the lead is 30. Arizona on top, 77-47. The Redbirds into the front court. Hansel, Watkins, Muller, Gibbons, and Cartmill out there for Illinois State. As Leroy goes to Kyle Cartmill. Now to the wing it goes. Here's Steve with it. Back out to Leroy. Watkins penetrates the arc. He spins and shoots it. Too hard off the glass. Not good. The rebound for Donnell Harris for Arizona. Outlets it to Jason Terry. Terry goes to the corner. Dickerson now. And a 20-second timeout called by Lute Olson. I think he wants to get his, uh, get his subs in. That's all he's wanting, yes. There's two subs sitting at the bench, and he just wants to get them all in. And so they will get in, but we will take uh, a little bit of time here before they do. The 20 seconds, or will they? I don't, neither team, I don't think, really wants to talk any strategy at this point. So get the players in the game and let's go on, is what everybody says. Ortez Jenkins, who is the starting quarterback for the Arizona football team, is one of those who comes onto the floor. And the other one we saw him earlier, Justin Tebbs, a freshman from Salt Lake City. Okay, Jenkins, you can tell when you look at him, he is a football player. Yeah. What a... He's put together pretty well. Wow, yes. As Arizona now has put the ball in play. All of the Wildcats starters are now out of the ballgame. With 2.02 left and Arizona up by 30. Here's Tebbs handing it to Jason Terry. Terry moves it to Jenkins, the football player. Inside it goes to Harris. He moves to the goal and shoots it and misses it. And the rebound, Harris. Long, lanky guy. Deals it back out to Tebbs. His long shot is good. Justin Tebbs hit a three. His first basket. The lead is 33 now at 80-47. to 47. Steve Hansel up top to Rob Gibbons. Right wing Muller inside Leroy. And as Leroy went for the ball, he was being held by Tebbs who is much smaller than Watkins, and is called for the foul. He says, I couldn't stop that guy even if I held on with both arms. What are you calling the foul for? He made a mistake. You got to put Jenkins, the football player, down there on him. <laughs> you don't guard Leroy. I'm uh, not going to. Yeah, that was a bad matchup there for Arizona. As Leroy goes to the free throw line, and now Kevin Stallings empties his bench as he gives... The end of his bench, a chance to play in an NCAA tournament game. Nick Stotler, Ryan Crowley, Joe Hine, Ben Holmstrom have all checked in, and Ronald Van Belsen will replace Leroy Watkins if Leroy makes both of these free throws. He has a one-and-one one coming. Class act, Dick, to give those young men a chance to play in an NCAA tournament against a nationally prominent squad like Arizona is, is something they'll forever remember. There's no question about that. And the outcome is evident, so it's, it's a class act by Coach Stallings to give them that opportunity. Leroy has made the first free throw. And now if he can get the second one down, Van Velsen will be back in the ballgame. 134 left in the Birds Trail, 80-48. to 48. The senior from Chicago shoots it up and he gets it. Boy, Leroy sure finished the season strong from the free throw line, didn't he? He certainly has. It's been fun to watch him improve. And with each game that he's shown improvement from that free throw line, you can just tell when he stepped up there, the confidence was just brimming. 
Across the timeline now for Arizona, Josh Kastner. He's just checked in as well. Here's Tebbs against Joe Hine, a baseline drive and a pass inside, and a layup is good for Justin Wessel. His first basket is 82 to 49. Once again, a 33-point lead for Arizona. Nick Stotler on the front court comes to Ronald Van Belsen. Here's Ryan Crowley on the right side. He finds Hine, who fires the three, which is way off the mark, and the rebound, Kastner. And here come the Caps. Here's Jenkins on the drive. He pulls up, passes back. Pastner fakes the shot. Cross-court pass too far for his teammate. Interception by Ryan Crowley. Crowley behind the back with a dribble. Now he picks it up and finds Ben Holmstrom. In the corner it goes. Joe Hine driving the pass back to Stotler. Cross-court, here's Ryan. Crowley down the baseline to Van Belsen, who lost it out of bounds off Arizona. And with 45 seconds to go, the Birds will put it in play. 21 on the shot clock. Well, there's nothing to be, you know, disappointed seasonal-wise. This squad has given us a lot of fun times and happy moments. Boy, they sure have, as they've won 25 times this year, more than any other Redbird team won in a single season. Nick's pass has just been swatted out of bounds. We'll try it again. And he finds Ryan Crowley. Now here's Joe Hine, ducking under, driving, shooting, and missing the shot. Got it back, though, and now he lost it. It was punched away, and it's picked off by Arizona. Justin Tebbs with 33 seconds to go in the Redbird season. Finds Stewart who drives to the goal and shoots it short in the rebound. Ben Holmstrom. That was an air ball. Ben gets it to Nick Stotler. Stotler on the fly across the timeline. Here's Holmstrom. He fires for three and it's very short. And the rebound comes to Pastner. And now 15 seconds to go. Pastner with it at the left wing as the band members near us start singing a cappella, the Redbird fight song. Uh, that's their way of showing their appreciation for what this basketball team has done through the season. Pastner fires at the buzzer, not good, and the Redbirds' season comes to a close here in Sacramento, California, as they lose to the champions 82-49. to Illinois State finishes at 25-6. and What a wonderful, wonderful season it was. Caps by that overtime victory over Tennessee here two nights ago. But now the Redbirds don't have enough as they take on the national champions. Arizona moves on in defense of its national title to play Maryland in the West Regional in Anaheim, California next Thursday night. We'll talk, of course, with Coach Kevin Stallings and we'll pick up the post-game news conferences as well. 82 to 49, the final score. Arizona beats the Redbirds. We're back after this on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. Final score, 82 to 49, in favor of Arizona. The Wildcats are now 29 and four, and the Redbirds finish at 25 and six. The Redbirds led by Dan Muller in this game. He scored 17. The only other player in double digits, Kyle Cartnell, with 10. Rico Hill. Held to nine points. Rico is four for 17 from the field, and for the tournament was 10 for 40. For the Birds to have a chance in this game, Bob, they needed a high-scoring game from Rico Hill. They didn't get it. Well, you're right. They definitely needed that. And yet, as we talked about during the broadcast, we, you know, this was this is the thing that Rico was going to have. 
you know, going to have trouble with because when you play caliber teams like Arizona, they're going to key on him. He is the main man when it comes to scoring for the Redbirds, and they're going to set their defense up to shut him down and see what the others can do. And, and today, we were not up to the task for a variety of reasons, fatigue being a, a big one. Well, stay tuned. Our post-game coverage is next. We'll hear from Kevin Stallings. I think we'll talk first with assistant coach Tom Richardson. We'll check uh, stats from other games, uh, scores from other games, excuse me, and uh, we'll check out the stats, of course, from this one. The Redbird season is over as the Birds lose here to Arizona, 82-49 to in Sacramento, California. Stay tuned. Our post-game coverage is next on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. Dick Ludke and Bob Morris back here in Sacramento, California, where ISU's basketball season has come to a close. It was Arizona 82 and Illinois State 49, and ISU finishes at 25 and 6. The Redbirds wind up shooting 30% from the field in this game. Arizona shot 46%, the first Redbird opponent in a while to shoot more than 40%. The Birds had held, I believe it was six consecutive opponents below 40% from the field, but it's pretty hard to do that against uh, Arizona, although the Wildcats weren't too much above 40 at 46. We'll talk about statistics uh, in a little more detail later on. The Redbirds early in the second half had this thing tied up on a Dan Muller three, but then Arizona rung up 15 in a row, and they did it in a hurry. Their full court pressure forcing Redbird mistakes, which led to easy baskets for the Wildcats. They scored 15 points uh, in about two minutes, I think it was, Bob, or maybe a little bit more than that. It seemed like two minutes, and uh, suddenly they had total charge of the game, and they did not let go from that point on. No, they did not. That's why they're a great ball club. Once they get to the tempo they want, they do seize control, as you said, and they don't give up. They don't let up. They continue to play the way they know how they've been taught, and that's all out. Like you said, we did tie it up, though, Dick. When Dan hit that three-pointer to tie it, it just seemed like that was our last our last gasp of air. We ran out of gas on that point, and I think our leg tired us, and our leg weary showed up and caught up to us at that point in time. And so the birds with a gallant effort here go down in Sacramento, California. 82-49 to 49, the final score. We'll hear from Kevin Stallings. I believe we'll get a chance to talk first with assistant coach Tom Richardson about this season-ending game. We will be going into the interview room and we'll hear from some Redbird players as well. Again, the final, Arizona 82 and the Redbirds 49. We'll continue our post-game coverage, but first, a two-minute break here on the ISU Redbird Basketball Network. We're joined now by assistant coach Tom Richardson. Tom, the game was tied 32-32 early in the second half, and then the Wildcats just exploded. Uh, how much uh, was Redbird fatigue a part of that Wildcat well, explosion time? I think a little bit, Dick, but uh, what people don't realize about Arizona is, is how great they play defensively and how quick they are and how quickly they can turn the tide of the game. And, and of course, we were aware of that. It was just a matter of we, you couldn't stop it. That full-court pressure is pretty impressive. It very, it, it certainly is. They're, they're extremely quick to the ball, and, and that team's played together a, a long time, and, and uh, they just help each other and cover for each other, and they're, they're so quick and strong, it, it makes it difficult. You had to feel pretty good at halftime about where you were. Well, we felt great at halftime, and uh, Rico didn't have a good half, and uh, we were really pleased at halftime. The pace was at, at our speed, which was important to, to keep a game in the 60s or 70s is what we thought we needed to do. And uh, so it was at that pace at halftime, so we were really pleased. Did it surprise you that they didn't press very much in the first half? 
Well, they got their big kids in foul trouble, and that was something we wanted to do, attack them inside. We thought we had a little bit of an advantage with uh, Leroy Watkins uh, on Bramlett, so that's what we did. And I just think they backed off because they got their big guys in foul trouble. It obviously would have helped to have had uh, Jamar. That, that was significant. No question. Uh, Jamar helps us handle the ball and break the pressure, so uh, obviously he was sorely needed. He gave it a go there for a couple of minutes, but there was just too much pain. He really couldn't do much. Yeah, he was he was asking me to ask Coach Stallings to get him in the game and just because he wanted to try, and uh, I think he knew that he really couldn't go, but just wanted to get out there and give it a try. Well, what a wonderful season this was, Tom. Uh, some incredible moments for the Redbirds. It sure was. I think we really accomplished everything we set out to do, and, and winning a game in the NCAA tournament was something that our seniors had said they wanted to do. So we really accomplished everything we wanted wanted this season, and uh, those six seniors in there can be very, very proud. They sure can. Tom, thanks a lot. All right, Dick. Kevin Stallings has just now entered the interview room, and he's made just a few opening comments. Let's join him now as he talks to the media, along with a couple of Redbird players. That was that was the end of the game, but um, you, know, you have to congratulate Arizona. Uh, they're they're a heck of a basketball team. Obviously, I don't need to say that. That's been said enough already. But um, they're a very good team. They're very well coached, and and um, in the second half, they sped the game up, and uh, their athleticism took over the game, and 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 that was the difference. Unfortunately, we couldn't. Uh, especially after that run, there was nothing we could do to, to regain any kind of uh, control of the game. Their defense really caused us problems, um, again, because they had us going a little faster at times than we wanted to go. And, and uh, uh, But I, I, I couldn't be prouder uh, of a team than I am of mine. Um, you, you would not hear me say that very often after a 33-point defeat, but um, I'm extremely proud of my team. I'm very proud of my seniors. Uh, I'm very, very, very disappointed that their career ended uh, like this. Um, if you all had a chance to know them, you would understand what I mean. But uh, that's the way it went, and, and Arizona, play, Arizona played a great second half, and uh, they were just too good for us. Questions? For Coach or either the players, about that 27-2 run Arizona went on, was it kind of took you by surprise and sort of shocking, or did you run into anything quite like that this season? I don't think that you run into very many things uh, during the season like Arizona's team. At least we don't. And... Um, one of the things that we talked about going into the game was that they were very capable of, of going on runs and in a three minute span they could they could end the game and that's what they did we weren't able to in the first half again we kept things under control and and in the second half it just got away from us and and uh, um, very few teams in the country have uh, if you want to call it the spurtability that that uh, that Arizona has. Kevin, was it a case of you guys getting tired and run, r running a little thin, or was it them just kind of kicking into high gear? Oh, I think it was probably a little, little bit of both. But um, I'm not saying that, you know, it, had we had our full complement of uh, 
uh, of players that the same thing wouldn't have happened because um, they got into a stretch where they were playing very good basketball and and um, we knew going into the game that uh, if we allowed them to play their best then that was going to be a that was going to be a problem for us but I think that um, you know maybe uh, we, we certainly would have been able to take a little better care of the ball had we had Jamar Smiley because he's been our primary ball handler for three years and and uh, but that wasn't the case and 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 again that would not have made the difference in the game um, we, we just might have been able to control that spurt a little bit better but uh, the way they played in the second half um, they, they were going to win the game front row to the right yeah, Kevin, are you surprised that they didn't come out and maybe try to speed the tempo from the beginning? No, not really. Um, I think that um, for them to do that would have, would have shown that maybe they were concerned and, and um, uh, you know, that they know what they're doing. They're, they're, they don't, uh, they turned up the heat when they needed to turn up the heat, and, and when they did, the, that ended the game, and and um, uh, we're just disappointed that we didn't handle it a little better. Center around. Uh, Dan and Rico, it was 32-32 uh, in the second half, and then a minute later, y'all were down by nine. How, how, how was that to take? Uh, what was it like when that happened? Well, it's not much fun. Um, they're a very good basketball.